for a whole lot of Albertans, this weekend's going to seem like the perfect summer weekend, the perfect yacht rot weekend, if you will. Uh, 30 degrees and sunny, you know, out by the lake, in the park, on the patio, whatever. It's going to be exactly what a lot of people would say. If you ask people, what's the perfect summer weekend in Alberta? They'd say this, at least when it comes to temperature, right? They would describe this as a perfect Saturday in summer. A lot of people won't. A lot of people will hate it because, you know, it is hot. It's too hot in some ways. And then there are some of our neighbors and some of our friends and family who could find themselves in some pretty serious trouble here. This could have some health impacts. So uh, let's get into that and find out exactly who needs to be aware of these kinds of warnings because we, we seem to get the warnings more than we used to. What do they mean? What do we need to do when we hear them? We're going to speak with Dr. Louis Francisketti, who is an emergency physician and professor at the School of Public Health at the University of Alberta. Uh, Doctor, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your time. My pleasure. So when we talk about, let's start with the heat warnings first. Um, And I think we all pretty much understand the drill at this point, but let's go over it. When we see a heat warning, what are we supposed to do? What What are those things telling us? What precautions do we need to take? Well, it's uh, an advance warning that uh, some of us are going to be at greater risk than others. So especially our neighbors who are elders that may have pre-existing medical conditions, let's say diabetes, hypertension, you know, chronic respiratory illnesses, um, we have to keep an eye out for them because it starts off cool in the morning, but by mid-afternoon, if it's 30 outside and you're in a cooped-up apartment or Uh, a room that doesn't have adequate ventilation or air conditioning, uh, the temperature can go up very, very quickly. So things to watch out for. If uh, somebody that you know is complaining of a headache, nausea or vomiting, dizziness or fainting, you know, if they seem to be breathing quicker or they say, my heart is really beating fast, you know, if they keep telling you that they're uh, thirsty or that they haven't peed or that their pee is very dark, and, and in kids, watch for changes in behavior, you know, like a more sleepiness or more temper tantrums. That's going to be hard for a two- or three-year-old. But in essence, it's watch out and prepare ahead. So stay hydrated. Uh, make sure that you're as healthy as you possibly can be. Uh, if you don't have air conditioning, uh, make sure you've got some fans. Although if the humidity gets too high, that really doesn't work well. Uh, make sure you can have access to showers to cool off. Yeah. And then have a place that you can go to that uh, is air-conditioned. So next question is, how are you going to get there? If you've got mobility issues, then you can maybe ask someone, call someone. But we've got to start looking out for each other because these true heat waves, especially if humidity is high, uh, causes a lot of deaths. You know, there was over 200 in Quebec a few years ago, 900 in Chicago. I remember when I was down there. And, uh, you know, it, it's totally predictable. And the pattern is... We're heading into a period right now that puts some of us at greater risk. Now, like you said, the greater weather, people will get outdoors doing stuff. Well, we've had two drownings in the last, you know, couple of days in Calgary and Edmonton. So make sure water safety is top of mind. And then the most obvious one is sunscreen. You know, people don't realize getting a couple of really bad sunburns increases your risk of skin cancer down the road. So don't, you know, leave a child or a pet in a vehicle. Uh, make sure you're well hydrated and, and get ahead of the curve. If you're starting to feel dizzy, if you have to work outside, make sure your boss is aware of that it's your right to, you know, have some cooling off periods too. Hey, doctor, um, when we always talk about, you know, people with added risk factors, who are we talking about? Like if you're, if you're somebody who's, you know, we were heading into a, a heat warning, we've got one for most of the province today. Who, who are we referring to when we say people that are at higher risk? Who would that be? 
people that are socially isolated. So if you've got a neighbor that nobody checks in on, um, those are the folks that are uh, at higher risk, especially if they have respiratory uh, conditions. And the worst thing that could happen is that smoke blows back in. So you've got not only heat, but, uh, yeah. you know, irritants. And uh, it's people that are usually forgotten in society. So why don't you start off with your own family? You know, start off with your kids, your parents, uh, your grandparents, uncles and aunts, cousins, and uh, check out on your neighbors as well. You may live on a street that there's a senior that, you know, you haven't noticed her or him out in the garden. Knock on the door, find out what's going on. So look out for each other. Uh, most of us that are healthy are going to, you know, get through it and enjoy it. But for the ones that are at greatest risk, especially if they're complaining, like I said, of headache, nausea, vomiting, dizziness. Those could be signs of, you know, um, heat stroke developing. And, and that's, you know, a medical emergency, obviously. And if you're not sure, if you're not well, call 811. You know, we're very fortunate to have yeah. those folks helping us out. Get some advice. Um, I, I wanted to ask you, because I understand, okay, it's going to get to 31 degrees. That, that That's obviously going to be a heat that could cause problems. But the heat warning needs to have an overnight low above 14. So, I mean, I mean, there's a cooling factor. How, do, how, do, how does that fit into the heat warning situation? Because 31 is 31. Um, if it gets down to 18 or 19 at night, we're not in that dangerous heat level. So why does, how do they determine that it needs to drop below a certain level for a certain amount of time? Well, that's based on evidence of, you know, when we've been in conditions like that before, when problems have developed. Uh, But just remember, even though it drops down at night, if your home has not been cooled during the day, uh, it's not going to drop down to that temperature within, you know, your, especially if you're in an apartment building. So that's why it's crucially important. And I'll repeat it a million times. Check in on those that are socially isolated, because those are the ones that usually end up. I'll be quite honest with you, dying, because nobody finds them in time. So check on people that, you know, need to be checked on. And that's why it's a societal responsibility. You know, doctors, nurses, police, and fire and EMS can't check on everyone because we don't know where socially isolated folks are. But make an inventory in your neighborhood. Um, Who haven't you seen out today? And just knock on the door and make sure they're okay. In addition to the heat warning, a lot of the province right now has overlapping air quality index statements and advisories about air quality. Edmonton, for example, could see seven today, uh, which is an elevated risk. So do those compound when you have a heat warning at the same time as an air quality warning? Does that make things worse or the two operate independently? No, it uh, they're sort of cumulative and it makes it worse for folks with respiratory illnesses. Um, so for those folks, uh, part of the solution is stay indoors. But, you know, if indoors is hot, that's not going to work for you. So for those folks, what they need to do is get to a public library or a grocery store or, you know, a shopping center or some place that they can actually go and cool off. City Hall as well. You know, City Hall mm-hmm. is open and it's um you know, it's air conditioned. So, yeah, it's it, it's important that you're doing a story like this because we all say, oh, yeah, 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 nothing's going to happen. Right. And then somebody either drowns or somebody's going to, you know, be found uh, that has died of heat exhaustion or a kid in the back of a car or a pet in the back of a car that I don't know what parents are thinking, you know. I know. Thinking it's only going to take a minute and then they lock themselves in. And uh, so if you see a child in distress in a car uh, and there's no parent around, I'm not 
you know, recommending you break a window, but I'm saying don't hesitate to break a window. For sure. Get that filed out, and, and nobody will fault you for that. No, especially if it's a small kid left in a car, and you're right, you hear those stories, and they're, they're, they're kind of mind-boggling. Um, Dr. Francis Cuddy, thank you so much for your time. As always, we appreciate it. Apply that sunscreen. Okay, will do. Gotcha. Thank you.